the testimony of everyone here we are Amen. so blessed that's right so blessed because he have done so much for us and he continue to do so much for us so we are so thankful for what god has done in our life amen i greet you in the name of the lord jesus christ this evening though the visitors and the regulars and we are so blessed to have the opportunity to be gathered around the revealed word of the hour amen and we are so blessed to have brother and pastor green albert green among us this evening he has been a blessing for us already on wednesday amen and we enjoy the presence of the holy ghost and the word of god speaking to our heart he spoke to us a wonderful message a secure feeling amen how we need that security amen as believers we appreciate the word of god so uh, we are expecting for more this evening amen you get what you expect amen and we are hungry and thirsty for more of god and brother pastor uh, pastor albert has a lot of experiences but it's always good to give a pull on the word of god amen, amen. so we are here pulling upon the word of god i was just remembering last time as he was here he preached uh, to us uh, the shadow of life and god's life being released all oh, those great messages have just been a blessing to our heart, amen? And here is he again to speak to us. So we're just going to sing a song that uh, we call our theme song. Pastor Harold liked a lot that song, and always good to sing that song. Some glad morning when this life is over. Ah. Uh. 
Like a bird from prison. Like a bird from prison bars have flown. I'll fly away. Oh, I'll fly away. Oh, glory. I'll, I'll fly away in the morning. I can't talk. Hallelujah. By and by. Amen. We are so blessed. Amen. Amen. We are so blessed, you know. Old church that we could recognize, you know, sometimes the world, the world and religious people look upon blessings in some, a lot of ways. But we know we are so blessed. Because God's prophet said, no matter what you may achieve, nothing will come near to what God has already done for you. So, so whether, whether we get healed, whether we get rich, whether we get anything, we were already blessed. The greatest blessing is God call upon your heart. What greater blessing? Amen? Glory? First Thessalonians chapter 5. I don't want to keep you standing, so let me just say hello to one or two folks. Church, Brother Mark and Sister Hannifer took good care of us. They overtook care of us, right? So we appreciate them. We regard some of our friends that unable, like Brother Sam and his wife, we met them, unable to drive at nights. So we certainly uh, appreciate them streaming tonight. God richly bless them. There are so many believers that we have got to know since I have been here in 1997. And some of the boys, I realize, are grandfather. You see how it is? So it has been a long time, and we really appreciate the tabernacle, appreciate this church here by the grace of the Lord, and we have been very good and close associates of your founder by God's grace. Amen to Brother Ed, the ministers, the officers. God bless you. God continue to bless you in your work. Precious Brother Harold's wife and children, the Lord richly bless you. So let's read the word of God alternately. We go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. We want to read verses 18 to 24. Let's go. I read one, you read the other. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Despise not prophesying. Abstain from all appearance of evil. Maybe we together faithful is he that call it. Will, will also do it. Amen? Just take one other verse of scripture, the, uh, the book of Jude, Jude, the first verse. Jude, the servant, we can read together. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father 
and preserved in Jesus Christ and call. Father, Lord, we really thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, for the songs of Zion. Thank you, Lord, for the wonderful songs of worship, Lord, and how your people, Lord, express themselves to you. And your prophet taught us, O oh Lord, that worship and clean living is a part of our life. Lord God, and you bought us for worship. You created us for worship. And we thank you that we have the privilege to worship you. Not only in song, not only in music, but we worship you in receiving your word. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. So God bless you. Be seated by God's grace. We want to look carefully at verse 23. The very God of peace sanctify you wholly. I pray God your whole spirit and your soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And in the book of Jude, we read, Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ, the brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God, the Father, and preserved in Jesus Christ. If you all allow me and God will bless us all, I want to preach to you about you. Amen? Amen? So we're not just preaching a sermon. Amen. We're preaching about ourselves. And I call you the preserved of God. Amen? Amen. You are preserved by God. I must know that I am the preserved of God. God preserved me. Hallelujah. We can walk this life and live in this life because we know that we are the preserved of God. Amen? So we are not a coincidence. We are not a coincidence. So we'll go across by uh, taking a quotation, amen, from the message, I know my Redeemer liveth. Amen? And God's prophet tells us here, then we find that in the days that all of the world was going to be destroyed by a flood. All the world was going to be destroyed. By a flood that God made a preparation. God made this preparation. A preparation for what cause? To preserve his purpose. Hallelujah. God did the preserving. Amen. Amen. Everybody else got to be destroyed, but God has a purpose. <laughs> Amen. We are part of God's purpose. And because we are part of God's purpose, come on church, before the foundation of the world, he know you are going to be here. He know what you have to face. You know what conditions you have to face. And God determined, amen, I'm going to have you, not in Luther's day, not in Wesley Day, but in this day, I am going to preserve you. Amen. What I, come on, let me say something. What Adam didn't do, you will do. Oh, come on, church. Adam was in God's Eden, but you're going to overcome in Satan's Eden. Oh, the preserved of God. <coughs> to preserve 
his purpose. He did it in the days of Noah. And he's doing it today. He has made a preparation to conserve his own purpose. I'm not holding myself. He's holding me. I'm not keeping myself. He is keeping me. Oh, glory. Are you getting the picture tonight? Are we getting the picture tonight? Oh, glory to God. Amen. He is doing it today. He has made a preparation to conserve his own purpose. He has made that decision. We continue. He will conserve a people. He, he doing it. He will conserve his subjects for that great domain that death cannot destroy. Amen. We are speaking tonight. God help us on the preserved of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Thought continues to be expressed. Amen. In the message, resurrection of Jesus. Amen. Knowing that you are walking in him. Knowing. Lord help us. Lord help us. No wonder we could understand the significance of walking in the word. Of staying with the word. Amen. You could understand that significance tonight. Because he said knowing that you are walking in him. Nothing can harm you. So if God allows something negative to happen to me. That is perceived to be negative. That looks negative. Yeah. That does not look the way the world look at it. But God had a purpose. Yeah. Of allowing me to go through that. Yeah. It's a part of God preserving. Yeah. It's a part of God molding. Yeah. Amen. It's a part of God keeping you. Yeah. Didn't, don't we sing a song? So I'm through the fires. Some through the flood. Yeah. Amen. So all of that is a part of the purpose of God. Yeah. So in the eyes of Almighty God, somebody may say in the world, oh, this about you and that about you, but God knows nothing can harm you. He allow it. As a matter of fact, you know, you sisters, you have the fire. You determine how much heat to put under the pot. The pot does not heat itself. You determine I'm going to put so much heat. I don't want to spoil my product. I don't want to spoil so I'm going to put a certain amount of heat. God determines the heat that is put under you. Ooh. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Knowing that you are <coughs> walking in him, Nothing can harm you. There's nothing can harm you. There's neither powers, thing present, future. Nothing can separate us from him. Amen. Let the devil know it. Let the devil know. He don't know. He believe he can shake you. He believe he can move you. He believe things can come your way and change your life. No, no, no. 
no, no, no. There's something more to it. You're, there's someone who in control. There's, there's someone. Yeah. Come on. We are sailing the seas like the disciples. He is with us. Yeah. He is with us. No matter how treacherous the water may be, we are confident he is with us. Glory. There's neither power that think present, think future, nothing can separate us from him. We are in him. And we never come by our own will. We didn't come. Let it be known. God takes care of his business. I, you, are God's business. You did not come to God. Is he called you? And he's more than able to look after you. Be free. Surrender yourself. Let's heal ourselves to the word of the Lord. Amen. He's not only able, he's more than able. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. It's the Father who takes care of it. Who got any powers more than God? So what kind of power have you got over you to take care of you? The whole powers that created the universe. Come on, church, tonight. The whole powers that created the universe is invested in you. Takes care of you. Takes care of me. This is more than belonging to a fellowship, more than belonging to a church. This is belonging to Almighty God. Oh, glory and praise to God. Amen. So, by God's grace, we're talking about the preserved of God. And to re- realize tonight, the preserved of God is you. We ain't talking about somebody else. We ain't talking about another person. We want to see, that's why you're going to see, we're going to see ourselves in the Word. Amen. The Word is written there. This is written about me. Amen. I must know it is there for me. What God's prophet tells us in modern events, amen, you are prepared to face the challenges of this day. No matter what the challenges, no matter how difficult the challenges, amen, God made you, preserve you to face today. Hallelujah. You're going to, I, got to, I am going to make it. I have made it. We have made it. We are walking into our victory. We sing it is already and we sing it come on church if it was John Wesley that tells us don't sing lies we sing in the truth it is already done and if it is already done we're going to believe like it is already done amen oh church God keeping the believer God preserving the believer amen you know, God's prophet, he went through some very tough times. Storm, loss of his family and so on. And the people in the community would have asked him, Bill, did you keep your religion during those tough times? And he will respond to them, I cannot keep Christ. It's not I doing the keeping, it's Christ keeps me. The Holy Ghost keeps me. Amen. So it is not a question how I held on. It had nothing to do with me. 
It has nothing when we consider the things we have gone through life. When we consider the, the situation that we had gone through in our life, we will say, where would we have been if it wasn't for the grace of God? It is God that saw us through. It is God that took us through by the grace of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amazing grace. I was telling the saints on Friday night. God's prophet said, his amazing grace kept you from doing the things you wanted to do. When you were unsaved. I'm not talking about being saved. God looking after you. did not become a sheep. You were always a sheep. You did not. You was never a pig. You were always a sheep. Amen. So there are things God was looking. I remember once ministering and I thought, you know, about you cannot destroy the purpose of God. You know, some mamas like to get rid of some of us. You know what they're talking about, right? There are situational things that a mama has to do something to cause you not to be there. Unfortunately, that day, both mama and son was there. And the son had the literal scars of mama trying to prevent him from being there, but he had to be here. Amen. You could do what you want. God ordained you to come, you're going to come. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. So God look after you, not today. You are always looked after. Amen. Woo! The message, <coughs> quote three, white had to be shepherds. <coughs> Bear with me, this little thing, okay? God is the only one that has eternal life. He is eternal life. And anything that has a beginning has an end. And if you are just a member of a church, it had a beginning. But the word of God has no beginning. And when you are born of God, you are born of the word. You become a son of God. And your name was put on the Lamb's book of life before the foundation of the world. The color of the hair you have, you have the color of your eyes you have, the stature that you are in, God seen you before the foundation of the world. He's seen you a human being like you are. And take note, and though there come a million years, there is nothing can keep you from coming back to that perfect image that God ordained of you in the beginning. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. So it's time to get out from your mind any fear. We have no reason to have scare. He is in charge. God elected you. God saved you. As Barbaram said, this is not too easy to say among the world, but you are saved by God's choice. Amen. Everybody cannot, that's not skim milk. Everybody cannot take that. But you are saved not by any, by God's choice. And if God chooses you, you remember I said Friday night, you cannot stop you. This flesh, 
the old man cannot stop the work of Almighty God. Amen. Saved by God's choice. Amen. We are, we are God's love gifts to Christ. Amen. All that the Father had given will come. And he added nobody. No one could pluck them out, out of my hand. The matter is settled. The matter is settled. So get out scared, get out fear, get it all out by the grace of the Lord. Glory. So just visit the thought again. In, in, uh, I know my Redeemer a little bit, quote number one. Just as, then we find out that in the days that all the world was going to be destroyed by a flood, God made preparation to conserve his purpose. Amen. Amen. Whether it be economic problems, whether it be this type of problem or the other type of problem, let it be known. God has made preparation for his purpose. Amen. So let's look at it a little, at the ark. Amen. All that were gathered in the ark was preserved. So long in the ark. No condemnation to them who are, not in church, who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. All who were in the ark was preserved. Amen. The ark was preserved through the judgment. Amen. No other wood could have made that. For 6,000 years, they still have evidence of the ark material. Right? No, there's nothing could do that. It was God, it's a part of God's preservation. Come on, church. God preserved wood. What about you? I said, God preserved wood. What about you? Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. So what, what took place there, if we follow it, we realize, amen, everybody could have built an ark. Anybody could have copied them. But it took a God-constructed ark. It took a God-constructed ark to be preserved. Woo! These lives must be constructed in accord to the word of God. This, this is the, this ark got to be constructed right. We got to follow specification. We didn't come to church just to sing and dance. We hear the word being preached. Amen. God is giving us instruction about the preparation. What will cause you to be conserved? You know, too many a time we take the word of God and say, God did that for me. But you know, faith without works is dead. Amen. There's the reality we got to see in our lives. We see that we are conserved because the specifications, we are following the, the specification. My sheep hear my voice. Amen. 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 So Noah's ark was God constructed. Noah's ark was God inspired. Noah's ark was a word construction. Noah's ark was built according to God's specification. 
What about my building tonight? What about my building tonight? Come on, church. Examine your building tonight. How are we built? Amen. So, in, in, you know, as we all will experience that, we buy also the articles and we start to use it, but we never read the manual. We just felt we knew. But there's a manual. And you have to read the manual in order to use whatever we're going to use and use it right. Amen. So it's important, amen, to read the manual. Hear the manual. Amen. Because, come on, you have to be built according to the manual. It's not pastor building a building. It's not I building my own life. There is a manual. Yeah. Amen. I've got to follow the manual in order to be the construction that God would have us to be. Amen. Quote number four. Thank you, Lord. If the, <coughs> if the, the token was not displayed, then the covenant was not effective. It must be. Because if you say you believe and don't follow the instructions of the word, then you don't believe. Come on, church. Don't be content to be an intellectual believer. Don't be content to just hear the word. Amen. What, what you got to follow because Noah followed. We'll go through it and you'll see Noah followed the finest instruction. Because remember, Noah did not determine what kind of flood come in. You know? It was God's determination. God knows what is ahead of you. And God is preparing you for what is ahead of you. Come on, that's what coming to church is all about. That's what coming to church is all about. Is God through his word is preparing us for what is ahead of us. Bless the Lord. Amen and amen. So if you say, (coughs) oh sorry for the interruptions. If you say you believe, and don't follow the instructions of the word, then you don't believe. So though you be circumcised, though you join, though you are baptized, you have done all these things, that still end the token, the Holy Ghost. Amen? So let us not be only hearers of the word. Let us be doers of the word. Quote number five. There is only one way to obtain mercy. One way is to follow the instruction that God gave us to follow. All of us love to talk about the mercies of God. And God is merciful to me. He's a merciful God. He is a merciful God. But do you know this message is the mercy of God? The very message that we believe in is the mercy of God. God is extending mercy to you. God is extending mercy to me. So for walking in line 
of the word of God is receiving the mercy of God. Oh, the only way, brother, sister, amen, to obtain mercy is to follow the instruction that God has given us. That's the only way he can show mercy. When we follow what he said to do. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory. So this morning or tonight by God's grace, we are not here to follow emotions. You know, remember uh, Moses and the Red Sea. Amen. The word of God, there's a promise. And God looked to, to, to everybody else that he wasn't a good general. Mountain on this side. Mountain on that side. Pharaoh behind him. The Red Sea in front of him. What, what to do? Pharaoh is sorry, I make a mistake. That's the option open to him. But the word said, stand still. And you shall see the glory of God. No matter what is to don't follow the emotion. The important thing is to follow instruction. Do not let circumstances hinder your faith. Do not let somebody else's behavior hinder your faith. Yeah. Amen. Do not let nothing hinder your faith. Yeah. Don't let nothing interfere and tangle up with your life. Watch the instruction. Yeah. Keep your eyes on the instruction. You just follow the instruction. You receive the mercies of God. And you're going to be blessed. You're, go you're going to be preserved by the grace of Almighty God. Amen. Oh, church tonight. In Genesis 6, we read verse 14, I think it is. Amen. Amen and amen. Genesis 6, 14 tells us, Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. We'll stay right there for a moment. So God, you can't build what you want to build. You can't do what you want to do. Start from that. God tell you what to build. God tell you what to make. You have to stick to the letter of the word. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. We're looking at the preserving process. How God do his preserving. Um, you ladies, uh, you'll preserve this and preserve things in your house. Amen. Preserve plums, preserve meat. You have to follow instruction. If you don't follow instruction, all the things you preserve, you have to throw it away. Because you did not follow instruction. So God, in um, speaking, speaking to telling Noah, he said, make thee an ark of gopher wood. Amen. Think about it. The scientific people in that day will wonder, well, what is this all about? Gopher wood? Gopher wood is the lightest wood. Gopher wood is a soft wood. <coughs> you tell them I'm making an ark of gopher wood to go in water. And gopher wood will soak up in the water. Gopher wood is really sponge. Amen? It's not sycamore. God take the lightest wood. Hallelujah. A hollow wood. God knows who to take. I said, God know who to take. Yeah. You can't tell God who to choose. Yeah. You, there are better people than me. Yeah. There are better people than you. Yeah. There are better preachers. There are more eloquent people. But God, God do the choosing. Amen. 
God say, take God for word. You don't argue with God. You don't debate, tell God, hey, but that is the surface word. God has a plan for Goffa. God has a plan for Goffa. You don't look at today. You look at the plan of Almighty God. God have a plan for that piece of wood. Soft wood, spongy wood, a light wood. Amen. The flood was unscientific because they never had rain. Now the wood and the material is unscientific. You see how God operates? Take coffer wood. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Do you know gopher wood is that type of you? You are gopher. You are a sobbing wood. You could take in. You could receive. You know no hard wood. Stiff and starchy. Sit down in the church and you're absorbing nothing. I know, I know so man's in this day is international, you know, and everybody could know where you see in certain places. So you had to measure what you see, right? I once had a visitor, minister, stayed with me, and I don't know if he liked me. I don't know if he didn't like me. I don't know if he enjoyed being here. I don't know if he did not enjoy being here. And you know I had a hard time to deal with that. Yes, no. God want gopher wood. God want gopher wood. I don't know if I said it here Friday night, but Barbara said it. You know, it takes less muscles to smile than to frown. Psychologists teach that, and Barbara use it. So stop giving your face work. Let's go. Glory. <coughs> so God specified the wood. It was a pliable wood. It was a wood where something could be applied to it. It could receive and really a type of the believer. The believer is pliable. The believer absorbed. So this soft wood, this tender wood, applied to us. Oh, please, I have a watch you give me trouble. Somebody lend me a watch, please. Though. Just lend me a watch. Lend me a watch. <laughs> Nobody here have a watch to lend me? I wouldn't take it. Bring it, please, please. I want to be comfortable. I want you to be comfortable. What trouble is this? <laughs> you love the Lord. Yeah. I hope it's too scientific. <laughs> good. We're going good. Thank you, Jesus. So the ark, that wood is soft. That applies to you and I. It's light, it's tender. Amen. And God, that's what God wants. People who are easy to admit the wrong. People who are tender-hearted. Amen. The church is not for cold people. The church is not for indifferent people. The church is not for people hard in their ways. The church is for people willing <coughs> to submit themselves. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So God continues now about this wood, this gopher wood. 
Amen. Make the ark full of gopher. Amen. All right. And we read on what he said. And you shall pitch it within and without. Amen. So you made the ark. God had the wood. You don't judge what God tells you to do. You accept what God tells you to do. You walk in faith. No matter what the wood look like, no matter what you look like, no matter you feel you are nothing, God has a purpose for you. No matter you feel you are nobody, no matter if you, why God didn't choose somebody else, that's not your business. Your business is to walk with God and God do the rest. Hallelujah. And God said in his word, pitch it within and without with pitch. <laughs> Amen. So pitch, biblically in those days, was cut from a tree. A pine tree that was cut down. And that tree was beaten. Amen. Beaten with an iron. And the resin that came out from the tree, it was used, boiled, and prepared, and applied to gopher. You know what gopher turned to? Gopher turned to steel. Walk with God, church. Follow the instruction. Follow the steps. The, the very word that look contrary, the very word that is unscientific, God had a plan for the word, God have a plan for you. God have a plan for me. God have a plan for us. Follow the instruction. Just go step. Um, those of us will recognize what he would say. Walk in the light. Right? Our children only know about flick a switch. But in the good old days, in order to walk, you had to hold that light there. Don't stand up in the light, you know. Walk in the light. And as you walk, there is an unveiling. There is an opening. Anything God tells you to do, please do it. As you continue to do it, God open up himself more and more to you. Somebody will say, but how oh, these brothers, these sisters are enjoying fellowship and how are you not enjoying it? No, your responsibility is walk in what God tells you to do. You just walk and because God ain't going to show things to you if you, what, what you call it, if you just ignore what he already showed you. You walk in the light as he is the light and he will open up his way to you. Oh, church, the preserving of the believer. So that product, that resin, when it's boiled, amen, fill the pores of that gopher wood, amen, and now that gopher wood is, amen, hard. It is hard like steel. So what it was, it was the life of the tree. Amen. The life of the tree <coughs> made an atonement for Noah. Yet thank God it is the life of Jesus Christ. <coughs> it's Israel. He was beaten. <coughs> he was beaten. <coughs> Our Lord... <coughs> He was cut down. And the very Holy Spirit 
was poured upon us. The resin poured upon the wood. There's a tree that was beaten. There was a tree that was cut down. And the life of the tree has been poured upon you. Give you the ability to withstand whatsoever is ahead of you. You are preserved. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. So church, let us aim for a word construction. In our homes, in our families, young people, marriages, whatsoever it is, make sure whatsoever we are doing, we are doing it in accord to the word. Amen and amen. So Noah was very comfortable. And what gave him the comfort? He was building according to God's instruction. You remember that little song we sing, Comfort I Get. From God's own word. That's where we get our comfort. Comfort that we are walking in the light. So today church. Parts of that ark. Amen. Parts of that ark. Still remain. Amen. What come about? Because he built it according to God's instruction. I, I am assured. I ain't no prophet. You ain't no prophet. But we all can say by the grace of Almighty God, if we are built according to God's instruction, nothing the devil sent could conquer us. It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with you. It has to do with greater is he that is in you than is in the world. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So it was a simple message. Noah's message. He was simple. He was an oddball. He was constructing an ark when there was no water. He was constructing an ark contrary to human imagination. But what Noah knew, he knew the will of God. And no matter what the world think, he continued building. Church, no matter what the world think, no matter what situation change, you got to have a vision. We got to have a vision, a vision of our purpose, a vision of my purpose. Amen. As God's prophet will tell us, we didn't come to, come to the world, amen, just to have a family. We didn't come to the world just to even come to church. We come to the world to serve God's purpose. Amen. And let it be known, if I, we shall follow the instruction of Almighty God, nobody, nothing, could stop God's purpose. It's important to know who I am. Who you are. You remember the African slave? Slavery did not change him. Everybody else frowning, everybody crying. But he knew he was the child of a king. And that changed the atmosphere. You got to know, I am a daughter of God. I am a child of God. I am a son of God. And I can face anything that comes my way. By the grace of Almighty God. Oh, glory and praise to his holy name. Hallelujah. <coughs> so that was Noah's achievement. I trust God in our lives this, this evening that we could look at our lives and see what our achievement is. What are we building on? 
Amen. What are we building? When people come around to Noah, the past day, he was just there hammering at the ark. Amen. They can laugh. They can do what they want. But he was just there hammering at the ark. It was just that he believed what he was preaching. He believed what he, there's a storm. He believed there's a flood. He believed what God tell him to do. And he just continuing doing that. Amen. Preparing for something where there's no evidence. Amen. <clears throat> but he continued. Amen. Building. Confirming. Building what he was talking about. Noah's works speak of his feet. I trust God tonight that my work, your work, our work will speak of we believe. We are firm believers in building the statue of a perfect man. We are, we, we are in a building constructing a house for God to dwell in. Amen. That we can be confident we are in that process. Amen. We are a people. Amen. Noah's miracle was a flood. Ah, our miracle is a body change. And we continue hammering. We continue building on that. So throughout the scriptures tonight, throughout the scriptures, we are full of evidences. Amen. About the preserving power of Almighty God. Amen. We all remember Moses. Moses as a child. Eh? Every other mother had to get rid of the child. Every other mother surrendered the child. This lady knew she had a revelation that this was a proper child. And not giving up. This child was going to serve God's purpose. Well, everybody do what they did. She did what she wanted to do, but her ark was determined for safety. Yeah. All the alligators, they're licking blood. <clears throat> they're getting all them children to lick up, but they ain't licking that one. Yeah. That angels of the Lord encamp about that cargo. <clears throat> Keep away. Yeah. Keep. Come on, so that's you. Yeah. That is you and I. God still protects. Amen. He is still God. He is still God. This is the same. This is not a God of history. This is a God of reality. You go through life. The angel of the Lord ain't camped. They don't leave, brother. They don't leave. They encamp around those. Those that fear him have a 24-7 security system. Glory. Come on, church. <coughs> Nothing coming near your way unless God is permitted. Amen. So that little Moses was outside there. He would have had to die like every other child had to die. But he was God's purpose. And the same man that wanted to kill him, as Brother Donnie like to say, the devil is so stupid. The same man that wanted to kill him, his daughter carried him into his house. You see how the devil is stupid? 
The devil don't know what he interfered with. He, so he wanted to kill one child, and in order, in order to kill one child, he get rid of thousands of babies. It's one person he want. The target was Moses, but you know, he had no revelation, so he had to kill all to get one, and bring the same one home by him. And give his mother money. <laughs> to nurse him. And to nourish him. So he getting well taken care of in the man's house. The man who wants to destroy him. God's preserving power. God's preserving power. God's keeping power. Glory to God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And not to just leave that day, it's good to remind you. Some of, you know, you remember who was his teacher? His teacher was his mother. Yeah. And his mother started telling him, who are you? And what is your purpose? And what you were called for? Narrating everything to him. Until the time came, the time came by the grace of the Lord. Thanks. The, the time came, amen, that he get it a lot in his head. All the knowledge. He had the best teacher. He get all the knowledge on his head. But poor fellow, all he had was a stinking Egyptian for all that his mother taught him. As one brother would tell us, our young people, you have the best. You have the best teachers. You have a, the best message. Amen. You are taught the truth. You were not corrupted. God bless you with parents that live good lives, that kept you as an example. But that is not enough. Moses had to meet the pillar of fire. You get it? <coughs> Instructions ain't enough. Following dress this way, all that is good. Come that way, do that way. No, you got to have a personal experience. You have to meet the pillar of fire for yourself. Thank God for church. Thank God for the leadership of the church to encourage you to do all sort of things and bless you and show you things in the word and create an atmosphere for you. But we have to walk into that for ourselves. God bless you. Amen. Oh, glory, 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 glory. Thank you. So I hope, you see, I have my things to suck in, but in another place, they say, I'm breaking the wood. <laughs> Sucking sweetie in the pulpit. God bless you, brother. Thanks. Amen. <coughs> so we see throughout the word of the Lord. Amen. You remember Joseph? His brothers sold him. They meant bad for him. They didn't mean good. They wanted to get rid of Joseph. Because he was too spiritual. You know, he showed them up in a certain way. Moses, Joseph said, Fellas, don't vex with all yourself. God allowed you to do that. God permit that. God, God's great plan was to preserve life. You, come on, you had to do wrong for I to be here. I said, You had to do wrong. Joseph was telling me, You want to say, Boy, he's going to prison us, he's going to jail us. He said, don't worry about that. God allowed that to preserve life. 
So throughout the word of the Lord, we can see by the grace of the Lord, amen, uh, many instances, amen, many, many instances, amen, of the preserving power of Almighty God, amen. When Moses started his journey now, amen, Israel had gathered at a certain place, and that place was called Goshen, right? God had a provided place. God had a place for his elect. So before judgment strike Egypt, God had a place. God had a place for you. God had a Goshen. There was a place that never received a plague. There was a place that the sun never went down. Hallelujah. There was a place that everything was preserved. Everything was preserved in Goshen. So when tribulation strike Egypt, nothing would have stopped Israel. Hallelujah. A perfect type of the church of the living God. In Goshen was light, while Egypt was darkness. Amen. Israel was having a glorious time where the sun never went down. Oh, glory. Preserving power. You remember the prophet Elijah? Amen. In the time of famine, it was God had a promised place for him. God had provided food for his servant. Hallelujah. God ordained uh, volunteers, <laughs> volunteers, ravens to feed his prophet. Hallelujah. God preserving his servant. In the life of God's prophet, you will recall. Amen. His wife died. His baby died. Amen. He cried out. And he told them, I'm coming to see you. I am coming to see you. He pulled off his rubber gloves. And he touched a high tension wire. You don't try that. Don't try that. He was a part of the purpose of God. God had a plan for him. God had a ministry for him to give us a word to prepare us. Come on, come on. Let me say it this way. He could not commit suicide. He wanted to. He touched the high tension wire. Whatsoever it was, he came right down on the ground. Hallelujah. It is God preserving. Hallelujah. Amen. It was God's grace protecting him. Amen. And preserving his son because he had a purpose. His purpose was to bring a message. Amen. Nothing could have stopped that. It had to come to pass. Even he of himself could not stop it. Amen. Another time, he said, I can't go no more. Take a gun. Pull the trigger. Our Father who art in heaven to do the job. Gun refused to go off. Amen. Try it when he came down and everything over, it going off. God stopped that gun from going off. God, the preserving power of Almighty God. Search that preserving power. If we take a good look, we can see it all around. In nature. 
God preserved the animals. The horses are better than us. They know when a storm is coming. They know a storm is coming. God put something in them to prepare them for the oncoming storm. It is said, rats desert a sinking ship. So this rat come to this port here. He ain't know the ship going to sink. You know? Nobody know the ship going to sink. But that ship is going to sink lower down. The next port. And when you see a port, rats leaving your ship. You better leave it too. <laughs> so God put something. It's God. Put something in the rat to know hey, death is ahead of us. They are a step above us. Eh? Death is ahead. Us, don't go in that boat. So even if, if, if those who are in the boat has any understanding and they see rat getting out, you better get out too. Glory to God. What it is all about? It is about the preserving power of Almighty God. You see right here in your winter, God makes a way for your flower to live again. Hallelujah. God made a way. Amen and amen. All the leaves fall off. Amen. But God preserved the life in the root of the tree. Amen. Winter like death strikes the plant, killing everything. Amen. As far as winter is concerned, your plant is finished. But there is a restoration. When the sun rises, when winter is finished, there is a restoration. Of all that winter kills. So church and I, the God that preserved the ark, the God that preserved Moses, the God that preserved the children of Israel in Goshen, the God that preserved Elijah, the God that preserved his prophet from suicide, the God that preserved Natia, that same God has preserved his word. Yeah. Hallelujah. He has preserved his word. God has guided his word. God has kept his word through infidels, through atheists, no matter who it is. God watches over his word. Amen. What God is, what this whole service is all about is God what finding somebody who would believe his word. God wants to get into somebody. Hallelujah. God wants to find somebody who will receive his word. Amen. Quote number six. Glory. If God watches over me, corrects me in my sin. And if I'm a son of God and he does that, he does you that way. Sons, daughters, when you do anything wrong, he corrects you. It's a dangerous thing. Very, very dangerous thing tonight. If we are doing wrong, and we are not corrected. We are on dangerous grounds. 
if I am doing wrong and if my conscience don't arrest me, I am on dangerous ground. God's prophet expresses another way. If you're on a run and the devil is behind you, you better thank God. You have steps ahead of him. But if you look behind and he's not there, you're in plenty of trouble. It means he's ahead of you. It means you are one of his. So we got to make sure by the grace of the Lord, keep the fellow at bay. Didn't we read in the scripture tonight, flee the very appearance of evil? Not flee evil, you know. The appearance of evil. Amen. So God's prophet tells us, when you do anything wrong, he corrects you. Use the preacher. Use your conscience. Amen. Use a loved one. Use a dear one. But he corrects you. Because he's particular about you. He is concerned about you. Then if God is so particular about you that he watches over and corrects you, how much more he has he his word? Amen. How much more have he his word? God watches over his word. God saw people come out to preach who he didn't send. Are you getting me? I mean, let me be honest. Every preacher God didn't send. Trouble is this tonight. All right, all right, all right. And this serpent was a preacher in the garden, Eden. Didn't this serpent preach? Am I saying anything wrong? Anybody help me? This serpent preached to Eve. Jesus added to the word. God didn't send him. He had no message from God. He had to add something to the word. But God is particular to the word of his word. God is particular who he sends. God, because God, everything is judged by his word. He, he watches over his word, watches over you and corrects you how much more he has his word, which is his example. Amen and amen. The scripture tells us as we wind down, you are the salt of the earth. Amen. amen. You are the salt of the earth. God preserve you. God conserve you. God keeping you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That same God said, you are a preservative. The same God that conserving you. The same God that keeping you. That God said, you are a preservative. <laughs> it means that your presence here is stopping things from getting rotten. A preservative keep things in order. You are here to create an atmosphere. You create an atmosphere. Amen. You, you're able that someone can see, I wish I could be a believer like that person. I wish I could be a sister like that person. Amen. You are the salt of the earth. And what salt is used for? Salt is a, <coughs> a preservative. Amen. Amen. Salt is used. Amen. The days that had no... Of course, biblical days, you had to take back language, biblical language of biblical times. Salt was, 
there to preserve them. Amen. God wants you to be salty. When, when, when you are salty, it creates a thirst among people. People want to be like you. Hallelujah. Salt is a savor. It keeps. Amen. So you've got to bring meat and salt together in order to preserve the meat. And what the Bible say, if the salt has lost its savor, amen, it's good for nothing. If the salt has lost its strength, if the salt has lost its drawing power, I pray God tonight, we don't lose our savor. The God that conserve you, the God that preserve you, the God that is keeping you, that same God wants you to do something. God bless you. Maybe you all stand. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If the salt has lost its savor, it's good for nothing. It's just good to walk upon. It's good to make road. Right? Just to walk upon. I trust God, the one that keep you, the one that is holding you, that one, amen, is the one who wants you, wants me to be a preservative. He wants us, amen, we'll hold this church together. We'll hold the fellowship together. We'll hold God's people together. If it's you alone, but you have something that will hold the people together. They're not holding to you, but they are holding to the word. They see the word working mightily in this brother. The word working mightily in this sister. Amen. So what you're drawing people to is not to yourself. What the word said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men to me. So we lift him up by living the word. God bless you. It was nice being with you. Certainly glad. I think it's after about six years to be this way again. Edmonton, this tabernacle will always remain to be a part of us, a part of our fellowship. Amen. A part of our good old days. And God bless the future of the tabernacle. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Bow our hearts. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the privilege to present your word before your people. We thank you, God, for the spirit of receiving your word. Lord God, and we pray your continued blessing upon Brother Ed. Continued blessing upon the officers. Continued blessing upon the church body. As they continue, O oh Lord, on their journey. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. Precious brother, blessed be the name of the Lord. <coughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you. Amen, amen. Praise be to God. Amen. I think uh, we can say it was good to be in the house of the Lord. And we all needed that. Amen. To hear the word and solid word of God to encourage us, to remind us that it's not our choosing. It is his choosing. It's not even our work. It is his work. Amen. It's God doing the work. So we thank God for that. And Thank you, Pastor, for coming, and thank you for ministering. God bless you richly.
Bless his wife, he's with him as well. Bless your sister, and we also pray for, for the church, amen? God bless them richly. It's been a blessing, amen? I'm sure we all enjoy the word of God. Lord, keep me true, keep me true. Keep me true, Lord Jesus, keep me true. Keep me true, Lord Jesus, keep me true.